Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, founder and CEO of Scouts Agency, a female-focused PR agency that specializes in the medium of podcasting. I also live with bipolar disorder. From being a college dropout to a business owner, I have garnered up the healing tools from living with a mental illness to build my entrepreneurial life. Welcome to my podcast, where I ramble about mental health tips, entrepreneurial strategies, and mindset shifts so that you can live your life of purpose. I am the emotional entrepreneur. And thank you for being here. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am Scout and as always, I am so grateful that you are here. And today we're talking about burnout. The last episode was all about hustle and reframing your perspective around hustle and what healthy hustle looks like to me and why I so strongly identify and am inspired by the hustle. So I thought that I would do kind of an opposite or opposing maybe, maybe balanced episode all around how to nourish yourself and how to heal from burnout. Now, before I even start, I've come up with three ways that I implement when I do enter burnout. But before we even get into those, I do want to say first and foremost that the goal of this episode is to A, nourish, heal, and carve out time for yourself if you are experiencing burnout, but then to really get clear as to why you led yourself into burnout and then creating systems to help balance your life and your workload in a healthy way. So I have quite the relationship with burnout. I actually have had major burnout that took months, months, months to recover and don't recommend that. But then there's also like those little pockets of burnout that you experience where you cannot do one more thing. Someone asks you, hey, can you shoot an Instagram photo or send me a video or write a caption or get me an invoice? And your body goes into this incredibly reactive mode of I cannot handle one other thing. Um, My cup is about to overflow and not with the good kind of water. And it is in those moments where you can take a step back and assess where you're at and understand that you're entering burnout. So I have had an almost series of burnout this year, which is interesting. I think that 2020 was the year we all slowed down and were more present and 
more mindful and had less things on our calendar due to the pandemic. And I feel as if we went into 2021 guns a-blazing, ready to get to work, ready to be productive and chase after dreams. We were tired of being idle and sitting at home and having so much room for rest. And that's definitely what I did. I went into 2020 with some big dreams and big goals, but I almost shocked my system from having a lot more of a slower pace and being at home more, having less plans to going back to being in full overdrive before instead of easing my way into it. When I burn out, I start noticing that I get irritable and frustrated and angry. I get mad when somebody asks something of me. My cup is just so full of duties and responsibilities and not enough me time. I am giving and giving and giving and I'm not focusing on the center of myself or my soul-filled mindset or the practices that make me feel connected and grounded and fulfilled. So the last few weeks, I have entered these weird like four-day burnout sessions where everything just feels so overwhelming and I feel as if I cannot physically handle my duties regardless of the fact that the workload is kind of the same. So we enter burnout for different reasons, but when it comes and visits you, know that it is a warning sign, it is or just a sign, and a guide and a ping to let you know that something about the way you structure your days and the amount of work you take on and the pressure of your workload is not working with you internally. It is not in alignment. So when I'm hustling and I'm loving what I'm doing and it's all in alignment, it actually creates more energy for me and I can work longer. When I'm in burnout, it's because something is in alignment. So the things and tasks that I'm doing on a daily basis are actually draining me versus energizing me. And that's when you know that you need to make a shift. So let's start with the first thing to do if you are experiencing burnout right now or have experienced burnout. The first thing that I always do is to carve out time to slow down and simply stop. So if it's a Wednesday and you know you have things to do Thursday, Friday, and you can't necessarily wait for the weekend, carving out an hour here or there until you can really, really spend a whole day to yourself is super, super important. And remembering that you can cancel things. So when I enter burnout, I call my family, my friends, any extra social activities that I have, and I cancel. I say I have to take care of myself and therefore, I take things off of my calendar. Once you get to the burnout, so in order to slow down and stop, you need to prioritize what is a need to do and what you can wait and shift towards a later date. This is going to bring space into your schedule where you can stop and slow down. A lot of the things that we do on a daily basis, we think we have to do them right now, but there are so many meetings that we can push out two weeks. There are so many tasks that we can delegate. There are so many projects that don't have to be completed by the end of the day. And so really getting clear on what you can let go so that you can carve out that time to slow down and stop. And during that time of slowing down and stopping, We need to be implementing nourishing rest. So a lot of us think that sitting on a couch and zoning out for eight hours to Netflix is the way to restore and get back to health. Yes, a Netflix binge is healthy and has its time and 
does its magic. But if you're so burnt out or you are burnt out and the only way you're nourishing your body back to emotional balance or equilibrium is by zoning out and numbing yourself with Netflix, that's not actually nourishing rest. It's just avoiding the fact that you have to take care of yourself. So totally Schedule a lazy Saturday, watch your Netflix in bed, all of the good things, but make sure that you're also implementing things that nourish you. So reading a book for pleasure, taking a bath, doing some light yoga, going for a walk with your significant other or friend, making a cup of tea, cooking a homemade meal. These are things that you think, you know, I'm burnt out. I just need to stop and do nothing. But sometimes you can rest while engaging in really nourishing soulful activities that are not overstimulating or need a large amount of energy to exert to do them. So really identifying where that nourishing rest is. A lot of the times I find that when people come home from work, there's this extreme pressure to unwind and de-stress. And so they do that just by numbing themselves, either with a glass of wine, which believe me, I drink my wine every now and then at the end of the day, or just putting on reality TV or scrolling on TikTok. And while all those things have their time and place, if that's the only way you're resting, you're not actually resetting your soul. You're just turning your brain off. And that doesn't actually give you a foundation for or give you the foundation to reset your energy for the next day and to build energy for the next day. So when you take the time to slow down and stop when you're experiencing burnout, making sure that you're filling those moments, yes, with the zoning out to Netflix a little bit, but also implementing things that are going to fill your cup up. I love picking cards from a card deck. I always advocate for the inner compass card deck. I love journaling, making tea, sitting outside, listening to a podcast that has nothing to do with my career, going for a walk, taking a nap. These are all ways that you can implement and receive nourishing rest so that you can recalibrate your nervous system and your creative wells, essentially. So that's the first thing we do. We stop, we slow down, and we implement nourishing rest into those moments of stopping and slowing down. The second is to connect within. So this is kind of piggybacking offing the nourishing rest. So connecting within means removing the distractions from your external world to focus in on your internal world. Every time I feel stressed, overwhelmed, and even if it's not at the complete destination of burnout, I like to stop and just connect within. This is a practice that takes a, takes practice to achieve this. It takes a lot of inner work and the ability or the willingness to be still and listen to oneself. But I've gotten to a place where when I want to connect in, I drop into my body. I take a few deep breaths. I put my phone away. I close my eyes and I breathe. I'm not the best meditator. I can't really even meditate for 10 minutes unless it's guided. But I am really good at pausing and grounding into my physical body. I do it by walking outside with no shoes and just walking on the grass and putting my head up, raising my head up to the sun to soak in some vitamin D. I do it by journaling and just self-consciously, subconsciously with no agenda, judgment, etc. You hear me talking about journaling all the time on this podcast. I just 
sometimes I literally just stop and look around. I don't even close my eyes or breathe. I just stop and look around. In that pause is so, so incredible if you can turn inward and listen to your gut. For me, when I need to connect with myself, I go straight to my solar plexus in my heart. That's the range that I need to connect to myself. There are so many other ways you can do this. You can dance and move your body. You can do yoga. I actually find that when you connect to yourself, although it is a spiritual mindset shift, I find that I connect to myself through my physical body. And I'm not talking hardcore exercise. We're in burnout. We're trying to rest. But I'm talking feeling your stomach inhale and exhale when you take a deep breath inhaling some amazing lavender essential oils, getting into downward facing dog and just pedaling it out. And then of course there's prayer, which is my favorite way to connect to myself. I pray and surrender the things that are overwhelming me. I pray and ask for guidance. I also pray and allow something to help and support me during this time. So a recap ways you can connect within is if you're not a big meditator, just stopping what you're doing and taking a few deep breaths, eyes closed, eyes open, whatever suits you best, getting outside and grounding in nature by taking your shoes off and walking around, journaling, doing an intuitive dance flow, get doing a few yoga poses. It doesn't have to be a formal 10, 15, 20, 30 minute class. It can just be moving your body through a sun salutation, getting into child's pose, etc. And imagining the solar plexus and heart chakra vibrating and radiating out. This is the moment where you get to find your soul. You don't get to live within the labels of what you do for work, which is so directly linked to your purpose, but connecting inward is who you are without all of that. And so in that phase of burnout, we have been conditioned to be overly distracted with the external, which is why we reach burnout. So by connecting inwards to your soul, and if that's too woo-woo or you're not there yet, just connecting to your physical body, to your breath, to some slight movement, I think is going to be so key to take that nourishing rest to the next level. The third step for healing from burnout is assessing how you got here in the first place. This comes after you've stopped and slowed down. This comes after you've connected within and you're starting to feel a little bit more alive, but maybe are still in kind of that mode so you can be in that energy and remember what it feels like, but assessing how you got here. So for me, for example, I reached burnout because I was taking four sales calls a day for Scouts Agency. I quickly realized that was highly unsustainable and I put that on my calendar. I was the one that put me towards burnout because I was eager to hop on sales calls. So I then decided to set up a system to make sure that that scenario didn't play out again and that I didn't experience burnout by over committing to too many sales call where 75% of them didn't go anywhere. So I created a discovery intake form. And before I get on a call with any, any potential client for Scouts Agency, I have them fill out a discovery form, which lets me know how serious they are about engaging PR services, what their monthly budget is, so we so I could see if our services even work within that budget, etc. So now I get to pre-vet people before hopping on a discovery intake form, which protects my energy, which protects my schedule, which keeps me energetic and not in a state of constantly giving and being on, so that when there is someone that I know I can serve, I can show up for them fully. So 
assess how you got to the burnout. Maybe it's that you have been taking too many calls with your friends during the week. Maybe it's that you took on that extra client that you really didn't need to take on. Maybe it's because you took on that project that's not actually making you money, but for some reason you said yes. Maybe it's because you're scheduling calls back to back when you need a 30-minute buffer to recover. There are so many different aspects to why we burn out and the way to success and to prevent burnout in the future future is to figure out what made you tip over the scale. What part of your schedule or your project or your work is not working for you? And this could be a larger conversation to be had. For me, that burnout came from the way that I was managing my schedule because I was over committing and over scheduling out my time and energy. For some people, which has happened to me, burnout comes because the job that you are doing is not in alignment with you. Therefore, every task you do is tedious. Every task you do is met with resistance. You are not energetically flowing through your life with creative force. So if you're reaching burnout because your line of work is not in alignment with you, that's a much larger conversation that you get to have with yourself on next steps that you can take to either A, find yourself a new job or B, create the job of your dreams. But we cannot heal from burnout and just move on and do the same thing over and over and over again. You've heard it a million times. It's the most cliche thing to say. But Albert Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So the only way to heal from burnout permanently is to prevent it. So once you've gotten yourself to a place where you've stopped, slowed down, and nourished and connected within, really look at what caused you to get there. Which part can you cut the fat? What's the excess here in your schedule? What are the things you love to do that let you up that you want to do more of? And what are the things that don't serve you and deplete you and drain your energy? And how can we limit them? Or how can we get, I mean, if you can't get rid of them, just limit them, right? This is a very important step because sometimes we go through something difficult and we get overwhelmed and stressed and then we deal with negative or uncomfortable emotions, but then we don't learn from the experience and put in preventative practices. So if you're listening to this, ask yourself, if you're burnt out right now, what is it about my schedule that is burning me out? What can I take away and what can I say no to? Where are the areas I need to show up for sure to hit the bottom line of my dreams? And for those need to tasks, how can I reframe them, reposition them, reorganize them to spruce them up with more energy? But if you don't assess how you got to burnout and then if you don't implement new systems like I did with my sales call, I am not. There were seven sales calls I didn't take this week because their budget, because they had no budget. I want to help people as much as I possibly can, but sitting on a call for 30 minutes with someone who doesn't have a budget for me to just educate them and help them on the PR experience isn't the best use of my time because I'm not serving the clients who are paying me. And yes, I am working on a more, um, I suppose you could call it mass service that can serve so many people at a time versus individually having more higher paying clients so that those that do come to me with no budget, I can show them to the resource that I created to help them because my job is always to serve people. 
But by re by assessing that that wasn't working for me, because if I am in burnout, then I can't serve anybody. I set up a system to make sure that doesn't happen again in the future. So that's probably the most important part of all this is to make sure that you don't repeat the same mistakes and that you figure out how to reinvigorate, cut the excess fat and restructure your work schedule or your job as a whole to make sure that burnout isn't really in the cards for you. Yes, of course, we're all human. It totally happens. I enter burnout even though I preach systems like this, even though I am so mindful, self-aware, and strict with my physical and mental health regimens. Sometimes life gets overwhelming and stressful and we have to show up for things that we don't necessarily want to. But the point is to learn about what works for us and what doesn't and implement what works for us and discard what doesn't. That's the most important part. So if you are burnt out listening to this, I see you, I hear you, I feel you. I also know that so much rest and restoration and healing and nourishment and fulfillment is available to you if you stop, if you slow down, and if you connect within. So just to recap this episode real quick, if you're experiencing burnout, the way to heal from it is to step one, carve out the time to slow down and stop and implementing nourishing rest into that moment. Step two is to connect within, to connect to your soul, to drop into your body. And the third is to assess how you got to this point and implement systems to prevent burnout in the future. Also by implementing systems to um, avoid burnout in the future, you will be fine-tuning your schedule and your workload to to live up to your highest alignment and exactly what you want for your days, which is a really beautiful thing. So in that way, burnout just helps you fine tune. As always, I hope this episode was helpful. If this inspired you and you know a friend that needs to listen to this, I would be super honored if you would text it to them and leave a five-star rating and a review. Those make my day and it helps the podcast. It helps me come on the mic twice a week to deliver this content for you. Follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. Catch me on Clubhouse, Scout Sobel, and we can chat there. Send me a DM. I love chatting with all of you, and I just appreciate that you're here. I hope you have a beautiful day.